Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today on the WCBS Morning News Roundup. The city's new subway safety plan begins today after a violent weekend underground. I'm Marla Diamond at the Canal Street Station. Mystery surrounds the murder of a Putnam County woman at SUNY Potsdam. I'm Sean Adams in Patterson, New York. The White House warns that water and power systems are vulnerable to a Russian cyber attack. In our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound, we recall the shooting death in Harlem of Malcolm X on this date in 1965. It's Monday, February 21st. Good morning. I'm Steve Scott. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. The weather story for today, lots of sunshine and much warmer. The high about 52 degrees. A new subway safety plan takes effect today after a weekend and a morning full of violence. Marlon Diamond is at Canal Street near one of the several weekend stabbings that happened. Uh, Marlon, good morning. Tell us about this rash of assaults. Good morning, Wayne and Steve. A man was stabbed on a sixth train approaching the Canal Street station last night in what police are calling an unprovoked attack. And around 3 this morning at East 167th Street and River Avenue in the Bronx, police say a woman was assaulted with a metal pipe. There were three other stabbings on Saturday, two within an hour of each other on the one train line in Washington Heights and Columbia University. These incidents reported by transit police in a violent weekend underground just after the governor and the mayor announced a sweeping new subway safety plan aimed at getting the homeless and mentally ill off the trains into housing or treatment. So Marla, what changes today? Steve, there will be 30 teams of uh, homeless services uh, professionals and also uh, social workers and uh health department workers canvassing highly trafficked stations, says Police Commissioner Keyshant Sewell. The NYPD will join clinicians, social workers, and our other partners to link people to the services they desperately need. We will canvass high-priority areas on the trains, inside stations, and at the end of certain lines. The plan also includes adding psychiatric beds in hospitals and private rooms and shelters that officials are hoping make it easier for these outreach teams to convince the homeless to stop using the system for shelter. Marta Diamond reporting this morning. A music education major who played the cello, who danced to serve the community as a lifeguard, has been killed by a gunman in an apparently random attack. We head to Patterson in Putnam County, her hometown. Sean Adams is there. Sean, what do we know about what happened? Well, we we know that a bright young woman full of hope and promise was stolen, taken away violently in what appears to be a random crime. It is confounding for the family of 21-year-old Elizabeth Howell from Patterson, New York. The SUNY Potsdam senior had just left the music department on campus Friday evening. She was walking to her off-campus apartment. That's when police say 31-year-old Michael Snow from Messina, which is near the Canadian border, shot Howell and left her for dead on the side of the road. The motive here is a mystery. There's no apparent connection. 
Howell was a talented musician, a cellist. She performed with the Crane School Symphony Orchestra. She, she aspired to be a teacher. Here in Patterson, she uh, was a lifeguard, a swim instructor, a volunteer with AMVETS. Her parents tell the Post she was empathetic, compassionate, and always willing to help others. Steve, Wayne. Sean, thank you. It's WCBS Morning News Roundup on Monday morning. It's President's Day, so the stock markets are closed today. But a look at the futures trading shows the markets are mixed after last week's sell-off, due mostly to fears of market disruption should Russia invade Ukraine. This morning, Asian shares are mostly lower as investors watch for developments in Ukraine. The White House said President Biden had agreed in principle to meeting with Russian President Vladimir Putin so long as he refrains from launching an assault that U.S. officials say appears increasingly likely. New York Governor Kathy Hochul announced yesterday plans to fortify New York State's cybersecurity in the event there is a Russian cyber attack. The White House warned of possible Russian attacks on cyber targets here after learning that Kremlin hackers hit Ukrainian targets with a series of recent attacks. Hochul says New York is an attractive target because of its financial and healthcare, energy and transportation institutions. And she says she's in regular touch with the White House and Homeland Security to ensure coordination. But the White House notes the government doesn't own or operate critical infrastructure, for example, our water or our power systems. With the WCBS weather forecast, we say good morning to meteorologist Jason Nichols. Not a bad day on the way, Jason. Yeah, no, it looks like a pretty nice day overall. A little chilly to start to, uh, today, but otherwise plenty of sunshine. It'll turn much milder this afternoon, getting up to about 52. We'll start tonight with clear skies, but clouds will roll in late tonight to low about 40. For tomorrow, a breezy, mild day. We could see a little bit of rain on and off during the course of the day, especially starting around midday and, and continuing through tomorrow night. The high tomorrow, 56. A much warmer day is on tap for Wednesday. We could see a shower around in the morning, but I think most of the day is dry, and we'll see clouds breaking for sunshine. The high on Wednesday, 64. A little bit colder for Thursday with clouds, some breaks of sunshine. The high about 39. And then we could see a winter storm on Friday. Uh, the precip type will kind of depend on the storm track, but we could see a mix of snow, ice, and rain across the area. Uh, the high on Friday, right around 40 degrees, but it may only stay in the 30s well inland. Right now, we have clear skies, 34 degrees, going up to a, a pretty mild 52 this afternoon. Uh, Mike, you mentioned, or Jason, excuse me, you mentioned the, the possibility of something on Friday coming through here, and you're not quite sure what the track is yet, but is this the, does it have the potential to be a strong storm? Uh, it has the potential to be a, a strong storm. It, just the, um, I think the uh, heavier uh, snowfall potential is probably north and uh, west of the city, but uh, the just looking at the track, but it looks like a pretty potent storm system as it comes northeastward, so there'll probably be some winds uh, with that system as well. But like I said, I think it's probably, in in the city, I could see a pretty mixed bag of precipitation, maybe starting as a little bit of frozen stuff going over to rain. Good to know. We'll keep our, uh, we'll keep our eyes on that. Thank you. It's the Weather Center forecast from Jason Nichols on the WCBS Monday Morning News Roundup. America's first black cardinal spoke before a standing room only gathering at a Catholic church in Jamaica Estates, Queens yesterday. Cardinal Wilton Gregory was appointed by Pope Francis as the seventh archbishop of the Archdiocese of Washington. Gregory delivered the homily at Sunday Mass in a joint celebration with the Diocese of Rockville Center and the Diocese of Brooklyn and Queens. He called Black History Month an opportunity to recognize the blessings that people of color have offered and continue to offer to these United States. Monday the 21st. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. 
Good morning, I'm Steve Scott. Here are three things to know. Scientists say a 58-foot wave off British Columbia in 2020 is the most extreme example they've seen of the random, unpredictable phenomenon known as rogue waves, 58 feet. How and why they form is unclear. Number two, Major League Baseball and the Players Union resume daily talks today, having already called off the first week of spring training. They have seven days to preserve the start of the regular season on March 31st. Third thing, a Florida couple found dead in their Boynton Beach home is identified as Bernie Madoff's sister and her husband. Police are calling it a murder-suicide, but it's not yet clear who shot whom. Sandra Weiner reportedly lost $3 million in her brother's scam. Now for our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds in Sound for this date, February 21st. Harlem, 1965. New York and Chicago police on the alert as the black Muslim, black nationalist tension mounts. Malcolm X is shot dead. Here in Harlem, Malcolm was the voice of black frustration. Has integration solved the problem or made it worse? Angry over poverty, police brutality, and segregation. Critics labeled him a radical militant. Supporters said he was uncompromising in his mission. To lift the struggle for freedom of the Negro in this country. That's what he told CBS's Mike Wallace, recalled here by Vladimir Dutier. When Malcolm broke away from the Nation of Islam, I wanted you to know that my house was bombed. It was bombed by the black Muslim movement. It earned him many enemies within the group. Are you not, perhaps, afraid of what might happen to you as a result of making these revelations? Oh, yes. I probably am a dead man already. Then suddenly it happened. On February 21st, 1965, three members from the Nation of Islam shot Malcolm while he was giving a speech in Upper Manhattan's Audubon Ballroom. From the second floor ballroom, the grim staccato of a dozen shots. He was just 39 years old. It's nice that Lennox is named after my dad. Oh, I'm sure he probably would be embarrassed. He would be very shy. Right? It, yeah. That's a side of Malcolm X that only those closest to him knew. This is the Malcolm X Americans remember. And it is time for you and me to fight for ourselves. This is February 21st. And that's the WCBS Morning News Roundup. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.